want you to think back when you were a child. Saturday mornings, getting up, running downstairs while your parents were asleep, grabbing that cereal, spilling it all over the counter, saying, screw it, grabbing that spoon, running out in front of the TV, because it's Saturday morning cartoon time. You know what? We're not here to just talk about the Saturday morning cartoons. Today, we are talking about which one of these is the greatest. Now, we're going to go 100. I am compiling a list of 100 of the top greatest cartoons of all time. We're probably not going to hit all 100 today. I'm not going to lie. We're going to hit on a few, quite a few. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk, and we're going to debate, and we're going we're gonna to see which one is the best. Today, on Mo and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... I'm just going to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. possible in our top 100 cartoons of all time list con- uh, 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 compilation. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, we're also going to have uh, uh, some some special guests today uh, joining us in a minute or two uh, will be our overseas WWE correspondent, Eleanor Wrestling, and our Finnish fact finder, Hannah. This is truly an international show today, Mon Frere. We are in three different time zones at one time. Okay. I'm Zane. That's Mole. That is. This is the Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. We are. How are you? I'm here. You know, been a couple weeks. Yes, it has. You've done a lot since then? Yes. What have you done? Went and saw some wrestling? Yes, we did. Worked at a job. Mm. I ate some food. I slept. I've watched some television. I've taken dogs for walks. I've put pants on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, all, all good things. Paid some bills, you know. YOLO. YOLO. You only laundry once. I didn't do any laundry. No? Laundry time today. I uh, did a lot of laundry, actually. Of course, that happens when you have five children. We should be making them do their own laundry. So, cartoons. What do you think is the favorite? Or is the best cartoon of all time? Transformers. Transformers. Yep. The first, I'm assuming, the OG original cartoon. Not ah, that's 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 debatable. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we'll have. But to yeah, Generation that. One was probably probably up there. Okay. And that's that's looking back on it now. At the time, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was Ooh. the best cartoon of all time. Uh, yes, I'm gonna have to uh, agree with you on that. Um, or uh, the real Ghostbusters, um, or even 
dare I say, X-Men the Animated Series. That's a very good one, too. That is a very good cartoon. And I believe our good friends Eric and Julia Lewald would uh, that's, yeah, that's, probably that's say up that there. That's definitely in the top five. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a lot of those. Even if we get even older here, man, a lot of people are bringing up like Tom and Jerry on our Twitterverse here, uh, Scooby-Doo's and... And, you know, the Silverhawks. Remember the Silverhawks? No. That was out when Thundercats and them were out. Kind of like no, it's another one of those Now, see, and I personally like the revamped Thundercats. See? Oh, I, I did the, the, the CGI. Issue? No, no, fuck that shit. No, no, okay. no. They, they just uh, – it was it was a couple years ago where they, they rebooted the yes. Thundercats in an animated series, and it was amazing. It, it was kind of like a hybrid anime almost uh, style with the drawing, I thought. It was kind of cool. Um – so, which um, uh, actually, which version did you prefer? To, to tell you the truth, the older the the no, I actually like this newer like one more. A lot better. Yeah, right? I thought it was. It started off the first three episodes could have been a movie in itself okay. with uh, Leo, um, not Leo's, <laughs> <laughs> Lionel with Lionel's uh, father Lionel. getting killed and the double cross by his number one lieutenant siding with the lizards mm. and Mumra. And them trying to go on the quest to find the Book of Omens. Jara's dead. That's right. You know, they had the the Sikhs, which were like like a, a, a an assassin group, which Chitara was in. Yeah, they were good. It was good. Nice. Very nice. good. So I think there was only like ten episodes before yeah, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna cancel this because <laughs> nobody wants to watch it." And I was like, "Well, first three episodes kicked ass, so I'm good with that." Yeah, that works. There's a. Uh, from what I heard, and and do not quote me because they've been saying this for years, there's gonna be a Thundercats movie in the works. Please you, do you not love, quote me. You love to to uh, bring this up every time the Thundercats get mentioned. Because it, it's now because this is like, ten plus years of Thundercats garbage nonsense. <laughs> now even if they do, nobody's gonna care. It's gonna suck, and let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Well, you know, there you have it from Zane. Let's move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, uh, what do you think of He-Man? I think He-Man's garbage. Yeah? The whole series? Like, everything. Basically. Everything about it. Yep. Everything about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't I can't really get behind He-Man that much. No? No. Oh, man. Man at Arms is pretty cool. I liked his mustache. Man at Arms. <laughs> yeah, he did have a pretty fit mustache. <laughs> He-Man never made sense. You know, how did they not know Adam was in He-Man? <laughs> Like, That's like how like they don't really. know Clark Kent Superman. Yeah. It's the same thing, <laughs> except he's wearing pink and uh, no spray tan, I guess. So uh, we're going to be talking about that, and uh, we're going to be joined, like I said, by uh, Eleanor Wrestling and Hannah. And um, I think I'm going to tell everybody where they can find us first. They can find us here at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is digi- www.digitalzoneent.com. Uh, you can find us all over the interwebs. Um, you know, the, the, the iHearts and all that stuff. But uh, go to the website because uh, that's the hub, and you're going to find all the goody stuff there, along with links to uh, Hannah's uh, website there uh, where she gives you facts in Finnish, and uh, you get a whole bunch of stuff. So join us there and uh, give us views because that's what I want you to do. Zane, anything you want to talk about? You know, we could do a, a, a song here before while we wait uh, for Hannah and uh, Eleanor to join us. Okay. All right. What well, what would you like to listen to? I know you said you had a couple of songs picked out already. Well, you know what? Just so I don't forget about it, things Zane didn't know. <laughs> you don't know why the Grateful Dead are always on tour? Yeah. So, 
I've been hearing a lot about NFTs. I don't know what an NFT That's is. That's where you can, like, draw something and sell it, and then somebody can sell it, and blah, blah, blah. It's, yeah. You're so, giving right to your shit. So SNL has taught me what an NFT is. Mm-hmm. And this was the best way that I believe it was described. They made a song about it. Uh, like, here, here you go. <laughs> NFTs. Wow. Secretary Yellen, it, it was an honor to have you with us today. Well, it was my pleasure, Professor. It's always nice to speak to aspiring economists. Do we have time for one more question? Hey, I don't have anywhere to be. All right. Uh, anyone have a question? Come on, guys. The Secretary of Treasury is right next to us. Uh, yes, you, young man. Two silicon boys were talking outside, talking outside, talking outside. Okay, and so what is your question? Two silicon boys were talking outside, talking outside, talking outside. Uh, yeah, I, I heard you the first time. Now what the hell's an NFT? Apparently cryptocurrency. Everyone's making so much money. Can you please explain what's an NFT? I said, what the hell's an NFT? It's like real life monopoly. Everyone is doing it like Gronkowski. Can you please help me make an NFT? Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. I actually see what you're saying, young man. Um, we are aware of NFTs, and they Excuse are currently... Me. I can break it down for you. I'm sorry, are you Morpheus from the Matrix film series? No, but I do have pills if you need some. Anyway, <laughs> the thing about NFTs is... just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Uh, can anyone here expound on that a bit more eloquently? Anyone? What about you, man with the mop? Who, me? Well, I wasn't really paying attention, but if I had to explain NFTs, I'd probably say, that, hey, here's the thing about NFTs. It's a non-fungible token, you see. Non-fungible means that it's unique. There can only be one like you and me. <laughs> NFTs are insane. Insane. Built on a blockchain, right. a digital ledger of transactions. It records information on what's happening. When it's minted, you can sell it as art. And this concludes my rapping part. Wow, that's pretty much what I would have said, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, I, I don't know if this is too forward, but I actually have tickets for uh, UFC 260 if you guys hey. want to come. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. Oh, great. Yeah, so I it, – it, it now occurs to me that an NFT is basically a picture, but what happens if that picture is duplicated? Like, if you copy and paste this NFT, <laughs> is, it, is it then no longer worth the money that it was worth? 
I'm not sure, honestly. I, I really don't know exactly how the NFTs work. All I know is I've uh, I've seen like people selling their stuff, and and Lily's talked about it, but I don't understand a damn thing. Hi. Much better. Much better. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. good>. <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor, hi. We had the voice hi. of God in here. Hi. <laughs> Can you hear Zane at all? I know you can't see him, but can you hear him? You should be able to hear uh, me. I talk loud enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Eleanor Wrestling joining us and our finished fact finder, Hannah. How is everybody doing? Good. Awesome, awesome. So today, guys, we are talking greatest cartoons of all time. I don't know. I, I know. I know uh, Eleanor told me that she wasn't really a cartoon person, uh, <laughs> which is weird. The youngest person on here. Is not really a cartoon person. No, it makes perfect <laughs> sense to me because I, just, they I don't didn't watch have... money. I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense, Eleanor, because you know, we were pushed with advertising throughout the late eighties and nineties of our lives, and how they did that was through commercials, and then they had a cartoon to base their toys off of, so they could sell more product to us. Yeah. Now they don't have that. Like, I don't understand what kids play with besides iPads anymore because they don't have any cartoons about iPads. That's true. They don't, they don't have iPad cartoons. <laughs> like, yeah, when we were growing up, we had, like, He-Man and stuff like that that always had, like, uh, it was the toy first and then the cartoon usually. Like, um, you know, like Hasbro had this thing about uh, putting out – uh, uh, a pilot for a show in order just to sell figures that they wanted to sell about a year later. You know what I mean? Like, so I really don't know um, what kids be uh, watching on Saturday. Do they even watch Saturday morning stuff? Do you remember watching Saturday morning stuff? Either one of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yep. there was there was obviously some things on, but I don't remember watching many cartoons apart from when you're like really young, like. Right five years old or something, obviously watching, like, children's cartoons. But, like, Disney Channel and Nickelodeon you'd watch on Saturday morning. All right. Well, what was your Nickelodeon go-to? I like Victorious or things like that. <laughs> you know, things, <laughs> um, things like that, you know. All right. Hannah, what was yours? I know you said you also weren't really a cartoon person. <laughs> uh, not, not too much, but I was when I was a kid, and we, we really had this uh, Saturday morning cartoons i don't uh, we had the biker mice from mars <laughs> biker mice from mars that's random I heard my that brother loved it <laughs> and the what uh, he man and the simpsons and i don't even uh, at some point we got cartoon network um so we watched that Oh Dexter's my gosh, laboratory. I remember the Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just had to look it up. <laughs> they were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were right up there with um, uh, Samurai Pizza Cats. I remember those guys. They were pretty cool, too. <laughs> I don't remember those. Uh, they were kind of like another Ninja Turtle ripoff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those I remember. Or Hero Turtles for our uh, UK friends. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, like, I remember growing up when, uh, you know, one of my favorite cartoons of all time, and, and people are probably going to hate on it, why are you being so good? The Looney Tunes, man. Like, I was always a Bugs Bunny and a Daffy Duck guy, and I can watch. Because always growing up, the Looney Tunes had, uh, like, we're always rerunning, I guess, you know, Saturday mornings. They always had, like, a block of, like, an hour or two of the old Looney Tunes cartoons, maybe mixed with one or two new ones. Um, like, the, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show was mm -hmm. basically the one I remember growing up on uh, Saturday mornings. 
Uh, Zane, what was the your your one on Saturdays or like uh, Sundays that you remember? Not Transformers, of course. That's your favorite, but mm-hmm. like one that sticks out in your head. Well, it was the Ninja Turtles. Was the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. If, if you were a child in my time of your life, if you did not watch the Ninja Turtles, you were not you you weren't cool. Like you couldn't go to school on Monday, right. um, because if you missed the Ninja Turtles, then you were shunned. <laughs> you, you didn't know what was going on in the episode. Oh, everybody, yeah. everybody was like, "Nah, we, we ain't hanging out with that kid." Yep. You don't know what Michelangelo did this week. No, but you brought up the X Men before, which was another great one. Oh. I, mean, I know that Eric and Julia there, uh, yeah, they put together a fine television program. Yes. Um, you guys, uh, uh, X Men Marvel fans at all? Marvel. I don't know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever watch any of the uh, X Men animated series like replays? I know you guys, you know, uh, Disney Plus has them now, I believe. So if you ever get a okay. chance to watch them, go ahead and check them out. Really good cartoon. Uh, we had the writers on the show um, a couple times. Eric and Julia Lewald, very good people. Um, the, the the they put out a book, uh, the art and animation of X Men the animated series. Yeah, I gotta give them a plug. There you go. I told you. Uh, so <laughs> but um, I I I always liked that one. And um, you know, there's this one back in the day. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. It was called uh, Kissy Fur. Did you ever hear of it? It's a Kissy Fur. It's a really random cartoon. It's about this little teddy bear guy. He's not really a teddy bear, but he was like a circus bear. Him and his family got lost um, during a storm in the bayou. And, like, they, they ended up building, like, a home and grow, grow with all the animals in the bayou. And their big uh, enemies were these alligator guys. It was just – it's so kitty, but it was, like – it stuck out in my head as, like, just a random uh, – yeah, there it is. I told you, it's all, you don't remember it, though, do you? Zane's looking at the pictures right now, and he's like, nah, nah, I don't remember that at all. Um, I want to say early 80s. Had to have been early yeah. 80s. Um, yeah, I'm old, old, by the way, guys, old. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was born, I was born 84, so I wouldn't right, remember. So was, uh, well, you were 84, right? 85. 85, that's right. Okay, so yeah, you're, okay. you got, okay, uh, we got the youngins here, we got Eleanor here. No, but yeah, I think that was 80, maybe want to say early the animation was kind of uh borderline (laughs) can we say (laughs) like uh uh, it could have been good if they put a little bit more effort i think into it you know what i mean but it it, it, they they were definitely focusing on the kitty market i think and uh i think it just stuck with me because it was different uh bears on the bayou who knew (laughs) you know what's the uh, what's the weirdest cartoons uh like you guys have ever like heard of like concept even like you might not have even watched a lot of it but like what's the weirdest concept for a cartoon you've ever heard of i mean mm. i don't know if you can consider it weird but we have peppa pig over here i don't know if you've heard of that peppa pig like, yeah we got peppa pig <laughs> and like <laughs> it's obviously it's, it's weird because it's animals talking but like certain elements are really weird in terms of like this seems so stupid but like george when he cries like his tears like flying upwards and stuff it's so weird they wear the same clothes all the time their bodies are like sideways so the concept is like weird but <laughs> i don't know if that counts no that is that counts because it's a weird fact my um my kids are weirdly into peppa pig like from, from <laughs> no I, I understand <laughs> and peppa pig i guess on record is seven foot three and weighs like yeah. 300 and change. <laughs> like, how is that possible? <laughs> big pig. Very big pig. Very big pig for a little girl. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Hannah? What, like, is, is any weird concepts? 
I have seen some like Renan's Timpy and cow and chicken. Cow and chicken. Cow well, and chicken with the boneless chicken. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> very weird. I was a big fan of Renan's Timpy, Hannah. That getting getting home. That was Saturday night cartoons mm. for Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be a little <laughs> bit older to understand the Ren and Stimpy stuff. We didn't Looking have much on limits on what we could watch, <laughs> so we watched everything. That's why I, we are all so messed up. That's very true. <laughs> yes. Looking back on Ren and Stimpy, it's it's a terrible, terrible cartoon for children. Like, it had so many underlying, like, sexist and racist jokes. Mm. It was terrible. Yes. But, very- uh, eh, you know. It was fun for the time. Well, they tried oh, and a lot of violence. Very a lot, lot of violence. violence. They, they put Looney Tunes to shame with that. Um, but they tried to bring back Ren and Stimpy not long ago, and they had to cut out all the you know, the, the stuff that, I guess, made it Ren and Stimpy, and it just wasn't really that great. I guess the original wasn't that great either, really, but mm-hmm. it was weird, and, and everybody remembers it for being really No, they created weird. another show called Ren and Stimpy House Party, and it was on Spike TV Oh, that's right, that FX, adult one, right? And, yeah, and it was, it was actually – geared more towards adults and it was actually worse worse right <laughs> i have to say that one then <laughs> yeah i don't know um if you could uh find uh, oh those. i'm sure you can yeah maybe oh, somewhere yeah. on the tube you could probably find it on the uh, dark web <laughs> <laughs> oh and uh kissy fur was on between 1986 and 88 okay so it was later okay i thought it was earlier but nope all right good um Oh, that was I almost lost my track here. Okay, good. So uh, we were on the subject of uh, the, the the weird, weird, weird cartoons. And um, speaking of weird cartoons, this is going to lead into our next segment here because uh, we're going to talk about wrestling for real quick. Uh, Hulk Hogan's rocking wrestling back in the, the the late '80s, early '90s. Hulk Hogan was not in that show. Brad Garrett played the voice of Hulk Hogan. I don't know if you know who Brad Garrett is from the show Everybody Loves Raymond. Have you ever seen that show? Oh, Ray's yes. older brother or younger yeah, brother. Is yeah, yeah. The oh, guy I love in the that Jimmy guy. John's commercials? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Hulk Hogan in, in that cartoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had, I had no clue. Like, and um, so speaking of that, that's a good lead into uh, the, the, the wrestling that we're going to be talking about right now. Uh, Zane, did, did, I'm assuming, uh, Eleanor, for one, that you saw AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. You know why? Because yeah. they're all... British agents, intelligence oh, agents. Oh, oh, he's pushing the wrong intro. Wrong button. There we go. Maybe I am oh, wrestling, here we go. Maybe I am intro. insane. And maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am. Yeah. With Eleanor right. Wrestling. So, AEW Dynamite. God, uh, started off hot. Now it was supposed to be John Moxley versus the Brian Kendrick. Eek. Now, uh, it turned out it wasn't uh, Brian Kendrick. Uh, it turned out to be Wheeler Yuta. Uh, gr- great match. Um, I enjoyed it. Now, the reasons <laughs> why Brian Kendrick was not there. Eleanor, would you like to touch on that? You would probably know more than oh, I do. Okay. Well, I, if I, <laughs> I can remember correctly, I think like an interview resurfaced from like 2011, I think it was, where he said some very anti-Semitic and conspiracy theorist things and i think i read somewhere he had apologized in like 2016 or something when he was back in wwe but like it then got resurfaced again before he was about to debut and tony khan was like yeah no that's not happening (laughs) yeah tony's like uh guess what um we're just gonna not deal with it at all uh i'd rather not have it (laughs) yeah um 
honestly, with the way the landscape is of professional wrestling and the way Tony Khan portrays AEW in the public eye, it's probably for the best that they, you know, they I would agree. Bring in Kendrick, I think. They don't need to bring in any more garbage talent. That, that, you know what? True. Brian Kendrick, honestly, was great in the 205, you know, the, the Cruiserweight Classic, you know, when he came back. I'll give him his due. He's a great wrestler, always has, you know, he's, he's, he's been good. Um, but, yeah, no, AEW really does not need, I don't think, any more um, until they can get established with the roster of people that they have and the Forbidden Door roster that Tony wants to keep bringing <laughs> in. Um, like, I think that, that I think they need to stop a little bit. But uh, John Moxley versus Willie Union. Of course, John Moxley picked up the victory. But what did you th- uh, think of the match? And uh, what happened afterwards? With, uh, the match was fun. Obviously, John Moxley was going to win. Like, there was no way Wheeler Yuta had that victory at all. But afterwards, the teams of Brian Danielson, like, aligning himself with John Moxley was like, oh my goodness, that would yeah. be so cool. Yeah. Like, that's, that's going to be awesome. I don't think it's going to happen immediately, right. but it could happen at one point, and that'd be amazing. I think it'd be great. And I think the stars that he was naming to mentor in a yeah. group, which Zane and I didn't catch initially, but uh, it turns out that he was talking about Wheeler Yuta. Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, taking I people out of groups. That, I love me some Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty is is growing on me really a lot. And uh, Daniel Garcia, dude's got a humongous upside. Like he's gonna go places if he keeps get being that angry ass, you know, little Napoleon complex guy going out but there. He's got 2.0. Yeah, he's with 2.0, and uh, I think that's also a good group that's starting to grow on me. Um, they need a good, you know asshole you know tag team to go out there and feud with everybody whether they're a heel or a face like they don't care who they attack in the long run and i like that um so yeah i mean i think that's gonna be uh, let's keep an eye out for that and see what's going on with that i definitely see a uh a a collaboration of danielson and moxley but it'll be that can they coexist uh, <laughs> and then it'll can come down to a one-on-one match yeah and then they're gonna fight eventually yeah exactly <laughs> uh, the classic coexist that's right tag team next speaking of coexist i mean originally but death triangle versus knights of the black throne um what did you uh, i mean honestly what do you think of alistair black and uh brody king Oh, they're really cool. It's still weird for me to see Malachi Black in AEW because I was so used to him. But <laughs> he's so cool. Like it's so cool. Like the him blowing the mist in the face was and like getting the victory that way was really cool. I liked it. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Uh, do you think Julie Hart's gonna turn on uh, the, the 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 varsity blondes and go with uh, Alistair? Do you think she's just, think she's just gonna be uh, a bad girl now? Like. She can't. She, she doesn't have a turn. bad tattoo. No, she, she doesn't could. have a bad tattoo yet. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> she could, but I'm not. I don't know. She seems kind of innocent. I don't know. Right? You know, you know but even no, with the eye patch, yeah, I don't think she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, oh god. Anyway, everybody with an eye patch looks mean to me. I don't know. She's like, <laughs> um, Dan Lambert. Then uh, at the end, of course, Knights of the, the Black Throne win. Uh, and I told you who was going to take the pin. Uh, Sarah Miedo, Mr. Pac wasn't taking the pin in there. Um, so <laughs> unfortunately, uh, our boy Penta took the pin. Um, but I, I kind of um, – I think it was the right move right now because they're going to have another match, of course, down the road. And um, I think they're going to hold off until Phoenix comes back. Yeah, I think they're going to add one more person to the group, you know, I think. And then uh, Phoenix is going to come back, and then they're going to feud and have it proper, I think, which which could be good. could be very good, actually. Um 
Dan Lambert then makes his way down to the ring with Brandy Rhodes, I mean, honestly, first. And they start having this little verbal, you know, knuckle-up here sparring uh, issue. And uh, next thing you know, uh, uh, Brandy Rhodes slaps Dan Lambert, Stop blah, him. blah, blah. Paige Van Zant comes down. Brandy and her has fights, sort of. Um, Tell you, Chicago was not nice to Brandy. Oh, God, no. They did not have a nice word to say about Brandy whatsoever. Aww. And I feel bad because I she's doing her job at that point. She's she's getting the heat. But it's ah and it's hard when they're they want to cheer Dan Lambert over Brandy Rhodes. Like it's it's bad. Cause you know Dan Lambert's a piece of shit and they want to still cheer him over. Yeah. <laughs> no, when Dan Lambert insults her and he and he like, you know, like kind of just shames her and just like it's so sad like it's so it mean is, but you know like they're talking backstage like all right you're gonna say this you're gonna say this you're gonna say this and then the crowd's gonna fucking hate me still yeah <laughs> i think they're doing it on purpose though i really do they're trying to get people to hate you know cody and brandy i think they're trying yeah. to get people to hate them <laughs> it does work a lot of people don't like the roads yeah, like they, if they you don't. on twitter people hate cody Rhodes. but the thing is he knows it and i think and he plays it like that's the thing <laughs> yeah. and i love that about yeah him. definitely <laughs> uh next up uh nyla rose defeats ruby soho in a freaking squash match like it was legit like what did she do <laughs> like backstage to, like i like nyla rose just fine but she hasn't been really the winningest wrestler in the past months months <laughs> ruby Soho, they were pushing and now all of a sudden she's losing left and right i'm like is her contract yeah. coming up or something and maybe she's on her way out putting people over like i don't really understand what's going on with that i don't know the end game in that no you know? it's sad because when she was ruby riot she mm -hmm. wasn't being but the best either right. and everyone thought when she became in aw it's like this is her chance she's really good she's shown what she could do in the match against Britt baker a few months ago it was really fun and now she's losing and it's like oh no like, i thought she genuinely could have been the inaugural tbs champion but... yeah i but... thought she would too i can't believe they put that bitch over her <laughs> <laughs> now you know i did have a lot of disdain for how like they were putting the rookie over everybody just because of how she looks mainly but if she's got the uh, brian danielson and like a whole bunch of the other big name guys training her in the background like she's obviously doing some kind of work you know what i mean like they're not just gonna push her for no reason she does show a lot of potential she doesn't need necessarily to be a champion right this moment they said that about me in the second grade they said Said about you in the second grade. Yeah. <laughs> on all my report cards, a lot of potential. A lot of potential. I never lived up to any of them. <laughs> all right, so so lost handedly to Nyla Rose. I don't know what the end game is. We'll find out. Uh, pissed off Hangman Adam Page hit the ring to discuss um, stuff, you know, with his belt and Lance Archer. And, uh, uh, you know, next thing you know, again, Dan Lambert and uh, Jake the Snake Roberts are coming down looking like twins. Uh, rocking the old uh, twin bomber jackets, and uh, that's it was horrible, really. I don't know why they're dressing like they're a really bad set of twins, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, but they're both Danny DeVito. Like <laughs> they uh, they come down and start BSing, and then uh, you know Archer comes down and whoops Hangman's ass, like whoops his ass, yeah. puts him through chairs. Um, and I'm uh. I don't know. I'm, I know Hangman's not going to lose, but I'm worried that they're going to make uh, 
They're going to make Archer look a little bit stronger, I think, than he should be looking right now. He's, uh, he's, he, what's he, honestly, he hasn't really done much. He comes back after how long has he been out for, like, off TV? It's like months, right? Like a couple months at least. I'm not too sure. Yeah, and then he comes back and they're like, oh, here, you got to fucking fight Hangman. There's, he beat Moxley, so. <laughs> true. And then he went there. to Japan to lose a belt, and uh, then yeah. he got injured while That's he was true. in Japan. That's and uh, yep, they gotta bring him back. They gotta bring him back, but all right, they'll bring him back to lose. I guess. Yep, that makes they'll sense. bring him back to have a challenger to lose before Revolution, I guess. But why Dan Lambert? Why do they gotta bring I him into the fold? I don't know. Do you understand that I one? Like they were feuding before no, he came back. I, don't like I thought, that I thought they would let Jake <laughs> Roberts go. That's why. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought the end game on that yeah, one was. Was I, Jake Roberts was gonna retire and Dan Lambert was just gonna take over? No, nah, they got them both. Uh, why? <laughs> I mean, granted, Jake can barely speak, but, you know, uh, you don't need him out there if you're going to do that. Backstage, uh, Chris Jericho called for an inner circle uh, meeting next week. Um, you know, where, uh, I, I, where do you, what do you think is going to happen? Santana and Ortiz going to just bounce out, or do you think they're going to settle it like, you know, brothers? And- I mean, that. I mean, Chris Jericho isn't happy with them like that. It's a lot of bad blood, blood between them, so I, it might not go well at all. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think, honestly, they uh, it might be time for an inner circle breakup. Whether they do it or not is a different story, but uh, I think it's time for an inner circle breakup. Uh, Santana and Ortiz need to do their own thing, win the belts, I think, at least once, uh, and then maybe just team with Eddie Kingston for the rest of this. Bring LAX back or something. Let them you know, do their thing like that. Bring in somebody like uh, Thunder Rosa you know, in the group and then make a stable out of it because that seems to be the big thing lately is everybody's going into a group. So put everybody yeah. together. It's it's the, the WWE gang warfare era coming back. Uh, you know, we're going to get like the, the Nation of Domination soon and uh, DOA, what, Skull and 8-Ball on the motorcycles coming down. I think it'll be, be pretty good. Uh, what would you think uh, main event time? CM Punk, MJF. It went too long. I'm sorry. It was good, but it was so long. I was sitting there going, "No, can this just finish, please?" Like it was so long. And then when it, when like MJF thought, you know, when he won with the tape, and it was like, "Okay, cool." And then the match got restarted because he dropped the tape on the floor, right. and it was just like, "Oh god!" And then he actually won, like he didn't because of the ring, and it was just like, "Oh, the match was so long," but it was really good. It went on for way too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it went on way a little bit too long, but I think the ending. Could have happened without Wardlow, honestly. They didn't really need to have... But he handed yeah. him the ring! I mean, he did, but that's just delaying the inevitable. We know he's just going to split from fucking Max at some point. And I don't really think they need to keep dragging it as far as they're dragging it. You know what I mean? Like, what's when's the next big event for them? Revolution. Revolution? Um, you think it's going to be another CM Punk versus MJF match, and then Wardlow's going to turn on him then? Because that's the only thing I could think of. Maybe. In a that could be possible. Right, like, cause I could see maybe him not siding with CM Punk, but definitely not siding with uh, MJF. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe cause MJF the match, or, or I just thought about this. They're gonna go three matches guaranteed. So the second match, Punk will win. Third match, the rubber match, it's gonna come down to like Wardlow trying to, you know, or he wants Wardlow to help him, you know, him win, and Wardlow turns on him then, giving Punk the victory. That makes more sense. That sounds more like a Tony Khan booking to me. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> what do you think, Zane? Move on. Move on. We're going to move on. Real fast, real quick, rampage. Results. Adam Cole versus Evil Uno. Adam Cole picked up the victory. Uh, basically, squash match. Uno even got the job guy intro. 
No intro. <laughs> Sammy Guevara defeated Isaiah Cassidy for the TNT Championship. Good match, right result. Ending sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, they didn't need to have Andrade come down and do anything at all. They could have just had the match. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa picking up the victory uh, in about three minutes due to a lead pipe from Mercedes Martinez just saying, screw it, I'm going to hit you with a lead pipe. No reason other than that. <laughs> she pulled it out underneath the ring and just beat her ass with it. Yeah, that's it. Ricky Starks keeping the FTW title from Jay Lethal. And uh, very good match. Shenanigans, of course, because, you know, whatever. Uh, it's shenanigans. But they had it. Good match. Right winner. Yeah, so that was Rampage. Zane, grading out of five. Two. Two! Zane, Eleanor, rating out of five. 3.5. 3.5. Perfect. All right. So, we're going to go into, uh, Eleanor was lovely enough to do our WWE recap. We're going to do the power of radio right here. Magic, we're going to kick it right over, and then we're going to come right back. Eleanor, take it away. Boom. Hello, my name's Eleanor from Eleanor Wrestling on YouTube, and this is the Mama Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. Today, I will be recapping everything that went down this past week in WWE television on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and giving kind of my thoughts on what I thought happened, like, was good, was it bad, and that is kind of what I'm going to do, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. So follow me on all my social media, they will be linked in the description, and let's get on with the recap. So on Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar was added to the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Yes, it's going to be six people locked inside Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship with Brock Lesnar in it. That's me, vicious. Rhea Ripley defeats her former tag team partner, Nikki A.S.H. The Miz defeated Dominic Mysterio after interference from Rey Mysterio, but was actually interference from The Miz. It was a bit complicated. Austin Theory defeated Kevin Owens in a WWE Championship Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Andrew Dawkins defeated Dolph Ziggler. Riddle defeated Otis in a WWE Championship Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Bianca Belair defeated one half of the Women's Tag Team Champions Carmella. AJ Styles defeated Rey Mysterio in a WWE Championship Elimination Chamber qualifying match. And in the main event, Ronda Rousey confronted Becky Lynch, which she did not choose at WrestleMania. And then the Hall of Famer Lisa came out and confronted Becky Lynch as well and challenged her to a match at the Elimination Chamber premium live event. Oh my goodness, Becky Lynch versus Lita. Inject that into my veins. I cannot wait for that. On to NXT. Imperium defeated Diamond Mine in a six-man tag team match. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Cora Jade, and then they agreed to be a tag team together in the Women's Dusty Cup. Saray defeated Akela in Lay. Joe Gacy defeated LA Knight. Wendy Chu defeated Amari Miller. Andre Chase defeated Draco Anthony. And in the main event, the NXT champion Braun Breaker and Smash Chamber defeated Legado Del Fantasma. But that wasn't all that went down on NXT. After all that, Hayley Ray had just been messing with Mandy Rose, the NXT Women's Champion, all night long and finally got her to the point where she had no choice but to give her an NXT Women's Championship match, which will be going down next week on NXT. I cannot wait for that. And on to SmackDown, Paul Heyman gave an explanation as to why he rejoined the bloodline. And then the Hall of Famer Goldberg re-emerged and challenged Roman Reigns to a universal title match at the Elimination Chamber Premium Live event. Ricochet defeated Ridge Holland. Jimmy Uso defeated Eric. Aaliyah defeated Natalia by countout. Therefore, next week, we are getting a dungeon-style pinfall and submission match between Aaliyah and Natalia. That should be interesting. Drew McIntyre returned and gave a huge claymore kick to Mad Cat Moss. The Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Jinder Mahal. Biggie and Kofi Kingston defeated Los Lotharis in a tag team match. And in the main event, Ronda Rousey decided to challenge Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania 38. I cannot wait for that match. That's absolutely going to stop. If you've seen that Survivor Series run, you'll know that match is absolutely incredible. So, of course, this match is going to absolutely deliver. I can't wait. Back to you guys. And hey, we're back. How you doing? Thank you, Eleanor. 
Well, while, while I have Eleanor, <laughs> I love it. just real quick, yes. real quick here, Eleanor. Uh-oh, Zane's well, going to be, uh-oh. Because, because uh, you, you are our correspondent with the WWE, and I am such a big fan of the Royal Rumble, so of course oh. I watched it. <laughs> Um, okay, but yeah. I was terribly disappointed in it. What, what is, what are <laughs> your, as you being, you know, you know, you do such a good job with following it. What, what is your thoughts on that? I mean, as a premium live event, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I love Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. That was absolutely amazing. The disqualification oh. was annoying, but the match was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women's Royal Rumble, it was. It was kind of annoying because people were expecting Sasha Banks to win. And then when Ronda Rousey came out, everyone like knew instantly, oh, Ronda Rousey's winning. And I was fine with Ronda winning. I didn't mind that. Becky vs. Doudrop was good. The mixed tag was good. The men's were a rumble. I mean, so much has come out about it with like Shane McMahon and stuff. And it was, I don't know, I felt it was, it was a lot of mid-carders and tag team people. So it definitely could have had more star power. And Brock Lesnar winning was just kind of like predictable after Roman Reigns, after Brobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. So it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I, I I agree with you, and I honestly think the like the Seth Rollins match was great. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm not a Roman Reigns fan. I loved it. I like, Man, these guys work so well together. And I thought the oh, Dewdrop Becky Lynch match might have been the best match of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I like, dude, dude I Rob impresses it. the hell out of me, man. I, I love me some Viper. She's different. good. Yeah, I really do. She's she's been one of my favorites for since she before she signed to NXT UK. Honestly, like oh, I was wow. I was. Uh, she started off, uh, not started off, but I was a fan of her WCPW um, a few years back. Like, um, and yeah, she just impressed me. Um, but that was a great match. Who do you, who did you think originally was going to win the Rumble, Eleanor? Like, other than Bianca, I know you, you, you thought, uh, fucking, uh, you know, she was going to Dominic win Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he had it in the bag. Yeah. No, uh, oh, I wanted once. The DQ happened in Seth versus Roman. I was like, come on, Seth. Seth Rollins has got this. He can do this. I'm a huge Seth Rollins fan, so I'm so yeah. biased. Um, but then when he his new, when it was Brock Lesnar, I just knew in that moment. I was like, it's new Brock Lesnar. I thought it could have been Roman Reigns. I thought like if Seth Rollins had won, it could have been Roman Reigns winning. But then obviously that didn't happen. So Brock Lesnar, I was kind of like, I just knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I thought they were going to bring Goldberg into the Rumble and just have him walk through everybody. I saw people saying that, but he's on. He came on SmackDown last like a couple days ago. He's facing Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was wrestling. You know what? Let's talk about some cartoons here real quick, and then we're going to get to uh, see if Hannah has some facts ready for us. Did you, I know she uh, said that she had some, and we're going to mm-hmm. uh, learn some stuff. So. Let's go over here. We had a, a Twitter poll going up here. Not really a Twitter poll, but a, a Twitter questionnaire of the best cartoons ever of all time. And uh, honestly, the best cartoons of all time list seems pretty generic to me. Um, and I've seen a lot of these cartoons growing up. We have stuff like uh, Voltron. We have stuff like Scooby-Doo. We See, have now sp- how do you put Voltron in? Would that be considered an anime? I think it would be for my taste, but I, I, I can't consider it an anime because it's not any good. But <laughs> I've seen some pretty bad animes. So. True, true. <laughs> but I just wonder, you know, it's like how how does how do these cartoons get placed? Because then uh, I could start adding things like Cowboy Bebop to that list, right? You know, shows like uh, Soul Eater, you know, Ooh. which are some of the greatest cartoons ever made. Right? But they're not really cartoons. Gotcha, are they? gotcha. Um, yeah, no. Uh, and what about CGI cartoons? Like, uh, what was that one? End Zone. End Zone. Reboot. That's reboot. Not Enzo. Okay, there was yes. a character named Endzone in Reboot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to categorize those as honestly as cartoons. 
I don't think they would be categorized as cartoons, actually, the way you're putting it, to tell you the truth. Um, I think we should go with, uh, what, hand-drawn cell to consider it cartoons or anything? No, because you can draw with your hands on the, the, the computer as well, but it's not technically CGI at that point. Um, I don't know. That's hard to tell. But uh, I don't know. I guess some of the people online here had a, a hard to tell, too, because uh, Pokemon Kanto region, um, that's technically, is that an anime? It's, it's a Pokemon show. I, think I only it, know the first Pokemon with Ash and Brock and the girl. Okay. And Squirtle and Bulbasaur and Charizard. The originals, okay. Um, well, then, yeah. So, that, that can, for me, that's considered an anime, though. But we also have stuff here like SpongeBob. We got uh, Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes. We got uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Do you guys remember Rocco's Modern Life at all? No, that's a Nicktoon. Uh, it's a good, good old good old fashioned Nicktoon. Um, we got Family Guy. All right, I guess that's that is a guitar cartoon. It's a, it's a, it's a prime time cartoon, but it's a cartoon. Uh, we got Popeye. We got Betty Boop. We're going old now. We got Betty Boop. Um, Muppet Babies. We got Muppet Babies. All right. Um, Muppet Baby. Yeah. Um, Scooby Doo Laugh Olympics, but that would just be considered a Scooby Doo, right? Like anything with Scooby Doo, they're all the same. Okay? I don't think so. I think you can separate some of the Scooby Doos. Yeah. Yeah, because um the the, the Scooby Doo and Scrappy was was different right. from the original Scooby-Doo. I, yeah, I guess it's the same concept, but, you know. All right, so if that's the case, then we, we won't just go by characters. We have to we can go by the shows. So, like, Scooby-Doo, where yeah, are you? Yeah, that was a different show. Right. All right, so then of the Scooby-Doo shows, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Top, we'll call that the best one, I guess, is the, the original. Or what do you think? What do you think is your, the best Scooby-Doo show? The 13 Ghosts. The thir- uh, that was my favorite. Did you guys ever hear the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo? It's the one with uh, Vincent Price. Um, was uh, them and uh, Fred and Velma were nowhere to be seen. It was just Daphne, Sh- Shaggy, Scrappy, Scooby, and Flimflam. That little guy that was always getting them into trouble. I think that was his name. Was Flimflam? Yeah, he was a little dude, and it was all about trying to capture these ghosts into a chest. It was actually a really good, good show. Solid written. Um, they tried to end it with a movie. Um, and it wasn't that great because Vincent Price was already dead, and you can't really – you could tell the guy was doing an impression. It wasn't really the best. Um, then we got stuff like Garfield and Friends, uh, Heathcliff, um, <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog. You know Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yeah. He, Zane, did you um, see the, the, the movie no. clip or uh, about the new movie? It's out. Yeah, no, it's out. No. <laughs> what did and you guys I, say? I did you see the previews for the, the live-action Clifford the Big Red Dog movie? No, I think so. No? Wow. I guess I'm... <laughs> I shut Why down. would I watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? I just... The preview was all over. I figured you might have at least seen the trailer. Never. Never. Wow. Well, there you go. I'm not saying recommend it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it's out there. It exists. <laughs> um, then you got stuff like the Care Bears and Strawberry Shortcake. People are going back to the 80s. Did you guys... That goes back to the toys and the cartoon thing again. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, my, my cousin had the, the dolls, uh, the Strawberry Shortcake dolls, and they smelled like... Whatever I guess they were supposed to smell like, strawberry yes. and uh, they they smell weird to me. <laughs> did yeah. you have you yeah. had strawberry shortcakes in them? Uh, I didn't have, but my friend did, and I was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had stuff like Mad Balls, and they you know remember those Zane? Like they they were just like those weird, uh, they were squishy Nerf balls, but with like weird faces and shit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. And you can, oh, like, yeah. throw them at people we and stuff. Those. Like, I think yeah. that was the only thing you were supposed to do is just throw them at people. I think that was the, the big gimmick. <laughs> like, show them? Huh? There was a show? Yeah, they made a cartoon. See, yeah, but see, they really sold everything. They did. They sold everything at a cartoon, man. That that it comes down to what it was. Um, now, uh, did you ever hear of a, a cartoon called the uh, Turbo Team? And it's another weird concept. It's about a kid who turns into a car, and his friends <laughs> ride around in him. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird. Not at home. Right? It's 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 it's, it's kind of weird. The animation was really creepy the way he transformed. Cause like it, he would like drop down onto his hands and knees, and his hands would turn into the wheels. His legs would turn it, and his face would stretch out to the grill of the car. Oh, it was so <laughs> so creepy looking. Sounds scary. Yeah, it is. It is very scary. I thought it, it's a pretty. I think it would make a good car, uh, uh, cartoon uh, or horror movie. Yeah, it looks like the dude is crazy. It looks like they were trying to cash in on the. Uh... On the the popularity of Knight Rider, yes, uh, mixed with Transformers, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's that's yeah, that's pretty terrible, right? Like I I, I remember a lot of weird one-off cartoons from like the eighties and stuff. Like, it, they there was a time of let's just do something and see if it sticks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, they made a toy of Turbo Team, and it looked like a rear a weird nasty GoBot, like uh, you know, like how shitty they were put together. Like the the GoBots were like. Knock off Transformers that became Transformers, I guess. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Um, do you remember George of the Jungle? They made a movie mm. in the 90s starring Brendan yes. Fraser. Yes. Uh, the cartoon started off um, with the Rocky and Bullwinkles and all them, um, I think, in the same type of block like that back in the 60s. Um, that was always one of my favorites. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic actually covered the theme song to it. Like, it was so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Um, now, do you guys remember at all the uh, the Disney Afternoon, like uh, like um, Ducktales and um, Disney's yes. Gummy Bears, Goof Troop, stuff like that? Do you remember I that? heard I about this. I never watched. You it. Never got to watch it. See, I don't know what um, what the, the the television's like other than here in you know the the United mm-hmm. States. I don't know what everybody else gets around here because all I know is we don't get a lot of good stuff. So <laughs> we we got to rely on our own. Uh, you know, like we we, we re- United States has a history of remaking a lot of other people's stuff. Um, you know, like The Office and um, all the other good shows that you know you guys start over there. Um, we get to, to make subpar versions of them here. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the the Disney Afternoon consists of uh, shows like Ducktales, which was um, Scrooge McDuck and uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie going on adventures. You know, all over and uh, um, Goof Troop was uh, Goofy and his son Max. Uh, in suburbia, uh, just trying to live, uh, doing their thing. Um, and if you haven't seen the Goof Troop animated movie, it's actually one of the best children's, you know, young uh, teen movies that they've put out. Yes. It was so very good, guys. I, I will highly recommend the Goof Troop movie. Um, and Disney Plus as well has that. So if you're, if you're okay. skimming through Disney Plus, look up uh, any of those, and you you won't be disappointed. Honestly, they're good. They're good. Sit down uh, and watch it. You know, waste some time. Uh, so now, without any further ado, we've been putting it off. Uh, we have our finished fact finder, Hannah, and she is going to be giving us a couple. Now of with our fact finder from the east. So. Alright everybody, okay. our finished fact finder, Hannah, take it away. Mm-hmm. 
So, some quick facts today. Uh, our first fact. Um, on Valentine's Day in South Korea, only women give gifts, not men. And a myth. Caffeine dehydrates you. But it really doesn't. Uh, the diuretic effect of caffeine is offset by the amount of water in a caffeinated drink. I knew drink. it. I knew it. I, mm-hmm. I've gone and drank nothing but, but caffeine for days on end, and I have yep. never been dehydrated. Well, I have, but <laughs> uh. <laughs> if I drink just coffee, coffee all day, I will get a headache, but I don't know why. Yeah, I have always said that my blood type is caffeine. (laughs) 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 Uh, Next fact, Uh, the T-Rex's closest living relative is the chicken. (laughs) It's just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And a myth. Uh, don't touch baby birds. Um, they say if you uh, find a baby bird on the ground and you lift it up, the mother will abandon the nest. But most birds have a limited sense of smell, so they won't abandon babies who smell of humans. Oh, you see, I always thought that was uh, definitely a, a thing, but I guess not. No. I haven't had the opportunity to pick up too many baby birds, to be honest. <laughs> I had to pick up one because their nest fell out of a tree, and yeah. I was not. Yes, that is true of some animals. I think maybe rabbits or deer or I, something. something like that, I think. Yeah. So people think it's all the animals, but birds don't really smell so well. <laughs> good. <laughs> birds don't smell good. Uh, you understand what I'm trying to say desperately. <laughs> Another fact. In ancient Rome, lemons were used as an antidote to all poisons. Just all poisons. All poisons? Yeah. <laughs> Your limbs falling off because of poison lemon juice on it. It's fine. <laughs> You'll be all right. Here, have a lemon. Yeah, just suck on this for a while. You're good. How many people are getting poisoned? That's what I want to know. Barely a lot. Yeah. Ancient Rome. lemon juice actually cured them. Yeah, yeah, and which, which ones were like, oh, this lemon juice, it cured that arsenic that I had in my system. They're like, ah, I knew it would work. Uh-huh. I knew it. Well, if you think about ketchup, being sold as medicine at first, at uh, 1800s. So anything can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, myth. A tea brewed in a teapot can be kept for 24 hours. That is not true. <laughs> tea should be drunk immediately, as harmful chemicals may appear in it later. Really? That's that's just. I think that's just common sense. (laughs) (laughs) Anything uh, that's been heated up and then left around for twenty-four hours will go bad. I think. 
about when you're making like sun tears that not heated? I think that might be the, the way mm. it's heated, like slowly, and it's kind of – I'm not sure, though. Like iced tea, you know, so yeah. it's that's that's never heated prior to becoming iced tea. I don't know. This, I'm really uh, asking because I don't know. It's cold Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it can be yep. made um, by I heating mean, up, but I think it's cool, like with foods, mm. it's uh, with the rice at least, it should be uh, cooled down quickly. Right. So okay. that does something. Gotcha. That's why, yeah, you throw it in the fridge when it's done brewing and it's fine, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, I guess. Okay. Uh, now the fact. Oh, no, that's actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my place. <laughs> oh, running amok is a medically recognized mental condition. It's considered a culturally bound syndrome. Um, a person running amok in Malaysia starts with a period of brooding and then commits a sudden frenzied mass attacks. So the word amok originated from the Malay word, which I will not butcher here, uh, which then roughly defined means to make a furious and desperate charge. <laughs> That's, That's good. Yeah. So what made you think of that? Like, you know, what does run amok mean? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> um, you find some weird shit when you look for it, attentionally. <laughs> and a myth. Porcupines can shoot their quills. In fact, the quills are mixed onto their back, sides, and tail, and lay flat unless they are feeling threat- threatened. Surprise- surprisingly, my tongue gets all <laughs> twisted. <laughs> surprisingly, this pricky animal has hair that is quite soft. Perhaps the myth of porcupines shooting quills emerged because the quills do detach easily when touched. Yes. That would be so cool if they would just shoot Shout them out. like Pokemons. <laughs> 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 I would like to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a porcupine um, once once in the wild, and it is a <laughs> large, fearsome critter. Yes, but I bet you they're really not. Like they're probably nice as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go and go and pet a fucking porcupine. No, see, uh, see, see where that gets you. I've always wanted to. Yeah, see where that gets you. I've always wanted to. How big are those things? They're, they're fairly large. They, they fairly probably large. out pounds wise, sir. You know, like kilo, kilograms. They're probably about twenty to thirty. Yeah. Like yeah. they're they're bigger yeah. than I thought they were. Yeah. Yeah, they're very large, right. dense animals. <laughs> So how do they uh, even need the quills? <laughs> they are big and scary looking. Um, oh. They're actually in there. From what I was, I was watching this like, and take for you know a grain of salt from National Geographic, but uh, oh. like <laughs> their quills are like they're they're only in there like kind of like our hair. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. you can pull yeah. it out like real easily. So it's yeah. just kind of like if something touches them, you know what I mean? Like it gets caught right like that's their defense like, it'll just pull right out yeah okay because they got like the um the, from what the, i understood is their spines have like those uh 
you know, kind of like a knife with the, the, the blade, you know, that retract, kind of like the little, when you stick it in, you don't want to pull it out because it's going to rip. That's basically mm. what those are, like super small on the end of the They have quills. burrs. Burrs. That's what you call it. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's. I think that's, if I remember right, that's what I think it happens with those. Like, cause they come out so easy because of the, you know, they got the burrs and they get stuck when they try to pull away. I could be wrong, but that's what I, you know. Wonderful oh, man's plan. So yes. <laughs> Very wonderful <laughs> man's plan. I could be wrong. <laughs> Probably am. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll have two more okay. because I love this too. <laughs> A fact. Human beings can use only a f- small fraction of Earth's water. Humans only can use uh, about 0.007% of that water, according to National Geographic. Uh, that's because only about 2.5% of Earth's water is fresh water and only 1% of that is accessible. The rest makes up, uh, makes up glaciers and snow fields. Okay. That is such a small percentage. <laughs> it really is. And it you is. think yes. about that there's, what, like 9, 10 billion people on the planet that all need water? Yeah. And we can yeah. only use less than 1% <laughs> of it? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. actually scary. That is scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but when that was scary, we'll close up with, uh, I think, a weird one. Okay. This is a myth. Uh, the death of Catherine the Great. Uh, one of the most colorful history myths revolves around the death of Catherine the Great. Uh, the Russian queen actually died in bed of illness, a rather boring and conventional means of passing. But the rumor rumor mill somehow lit a blaze over accusations that she died crushed under under a horse with which she was attempting to mate. (laughs) Rumors are hard to retrace, but one suspected source of this myth is French aristocracy, who were known rivals and who had been faulted for previous sexual slanders. And after that, another false rumor claimed she died after cracking her toilet with her massive girth. (laughs) I I found that one, and I had to include it, because it was such a (laughs) fucking weird thing. That was definitely weird. <laughs> I've never yes. heard the crushing the toilet one, honestly. I've, I've always neither. heard the, the horse one. And that shows, yeah. I guess, the people I talk to. So uh, that's... <laughs> 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 so uh, that was facts and myths from our Finnish fact finder, Hannah. Zane, you have a something up on the screen here. It's a mugshot of some sort. Is it is it something you would like to read or are you just reading it? Oh yeah, do well, you know, uh, you know, you like to find finished facts of wonderful goodness and things like run amok, which I would never think of. <laughs> Me, I like to go travel to Florida. 
Yes. Because Florida is a wonderland of stupidity all in its own. <laughs> 100%. And uh, this world is too crazy for me to not believe anymore. So a, uh, a 22-year-old man has just been convicted and sentenced to three months of probation for fornicating with stuffed animals in his local Target. Oh, no. <laughs> See, now the question hey. that arises in oh, my no. mind is, well, what stuffed animals were they? To avoid. Um, you know, because <laughs> this, this is the first question that comes to my uh, mind is, is yeah. well, I was like, okay, you know, dogs, like, they're stuffed animals. I had my stuffed bear as a child, you know, uh, you, you learn. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so what were his stuffed animal choices? Was what, you know, that, that was top priority on my list. Well, Not priority, I guess. Let me tell you, <laughs> it was an Olaf from Frozen and a oh, unicorn. And a unicorn. Oh my god! Oh, poor Olaf and the unicorn. Oh, <laughs> that's that's horrible. That's that's oh, that poor Target worker who found him. <laughs> that's gotta suck. How they threw it away? Right. Oh, I hope they mm-hmm. threw it away. I hope they just didn't give yeah. it to charity because that's horrible. It's somewhere in some evidence locker somewhere. Like, you know that. What? It's you tagged and it. bagged saying, you know, <laughs> evidence you piece A it. and evidence piece B. I'd have been like, Merry Christmas. Take it home with you. You're cool. Just get out. Just just leave and don't ever go to my store again. <laughs> no, I don't want to fill out that paperwork. I don't want to be the guy. I'd be like, uh, caught a guy defiling a <laughs> Care Bear or something in the, the – Oh, man. Lovely. Well, you know, if I saw him with the Olaf, I'd have to say, let it go. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and on that note, (laughs) we've been doing this for a minute. Um, Is there anything you guys would like to, uh, you know, say or anything before we take off? You know, it's been a a pleasure hanging with you guys, honestly. It's a rarity when we get both of you guys on and get Mm -hmm. to talk. So is there anything you want to uh, bring up before we uh, sign off here? Do you have anything you guys are doing? Um, by the way, oh, I did want to say, because you guys um, were both um, not feeling well the past, you know, mm. few weeks. And uh, I know that um, at least uh, Eleanor had uh, come down with the, uh, the, the Chronics. And, uh, you know, and, and what, was the, what was your experience? Like, are you feeling better? What, what's going on? Yeah, I'm feeling much better. I, was tested, I tested negative a few days ago, so that was okay. like a huge huge sigh of relief i just kind of had a cold really it was just like cold like symptoms but it was was obviously scary because it can go so many different ways um but i'm okay now (laughs) good 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 as long as you're feeling better and everything's good uh hannah how are you i know you were feeling down and and out how was your headaches and everything going better um i still haven't been sleeping a lot lately but i'm getting there last night was a bit better so that's yeah, but because this has been going on for such a long time, almost a year, Oof. a year ago, I just stopped sleeping almost at all. Oh, so I can't all the time be eating those meds to sleep. So sometimes I just have to be awake with my cat. <laughs> the cat Aww. loves it, though. <laughs> All right. He likes to hang out with me, yeah. but I'm doing 
okay well, good. and better that's, that's all the time. Thank good. you. The family's okay, and you guys are. Yeah. Everybody is doing good because that's all I care about. I worry about everybody. Yes. I, uh, hmm. Zane, do you want to talk about anything before we uh, get on out of here? Eleanor, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I want to fight you. Uh, well, I mean, the last time I was wrestling, I did dislocate my shoulder. <laughs> I was actually that—that's where I was going with. So I was gonna go. How, how's the wrestling going? Oh uh, well, I—I I mean, I haven't gone back because I—I I mean, I have another hospital appointment next week with my shoulder again. It's a very long process, so um, we will see if I ever go back because it's kind of once you dislocate your shoulder, it's you know. Very high risk. It happens oh, again. Oh, really? So. Oh, God. We'll have to see. But how was your experience there at the school? Was it a good experience? No, I liked it. I loved it. It was really fun. Being in a ring is, like, I can't even describe it. It's surreal. But it was obviously, like, short-lived. <laughs> short-lived. You tried and, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. the, industry, you know, the uh, injury things happen. Um, Zane? Were you going anywhere else with that? Nope. Nope. Okay. I just wanted to fight her. Okay. You just wanted to set it up? Steel cage? Yes. <laughs> all right. It's going to happen. <laughs> we'll set it up. Uh, all right. So um, I want you guys to uh, tell everybody where we can find you, and I will post links, as always, of course, uh, in the description. Eleanor, you first. Eleanor Wrestling on YouTube. You can also find me on Twitter at It's Eleanor W, and on Instagram at It's Eleanor Wrestling. All right. Hannah, you. Hannah's podcast in Instagram and uh, Twitter. <laughs> and yeah, I don't remember anything. <laughs> and you can find it all in one handy dandy link, well, link package on the www.digitalzoneent.com website. Go there and uh, you can get catch uh, Hannah's stuff there. And we will post links, of course, like always, to Eleanor's stuff. And she will go over check out her YouTube channel. She'd be talking about wrestling all over the place, uh, and Hannah be talking about facts in her language, Finnish, uh, mainly, but you can catch out some English stuff, and as always, you can catch them both here every week, and Zane, would you like to say goodbye? Toodaloo! Toodles. And thank you for coming. <laughs> Toodles! <laughs> thank you for having us. Oh, yes, anytime, thank you. Anytime. It was a lot of fun. I would love to get you guys back on as much as possible, so anytime you're yeah. free, let's do it. Uh, we prefer to, you know, talk in person anyway. So that's, uh, it's always a good thing. All right, everybody, we'll catch you guys later. See you next week. Thank you girls again so much for coming on. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank everybody, you. have fun. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.